0: Coming next Thursday, the 8th of June, the first episode in our four-part podcast. It's the story of a gangster told in part through the words of his son, Jason.
1: We've spent months researching and reviewing the life and crimes of this one man and interviewing those who knew him best.
0: We've spent hours talking to Jason, who tells the story of a much-loved father, but a man who was clearly different things to different people. In the early days, he was a successful businessman who made legitimate money from selling second-hand goods and running gymnasiums, but it just wasn't enough. He used
1: crime to prop up his businesses. Not all crimes were successful in their execution.
2: Across the way, the police officers had been tipped off. Um, A guy from the city who knew of the robbery was going to happen, he tipped them off, and so they had undercover officers over the road playing football, except they didn't know... The robbery was, wasn't going to happen until like nearly five o'clock that day, so they'd been there all day, uh, on and off, just playing football. So uh, the
1: police were actually laying in wait for him?
2: Laying in wait, and they had been had a long wait for him. And then five minutes before it closed, him and another guy called Norrie, they went in with their motorcycle helmets. They had some, I think they had some money to change was their, their reason for going in. And then they just revealed the shotguns and just said, you know, everyone on the ground. And then they just emptied the safe, except the safe was low on money. It was supposed to be Friday, it was supposed to be the best time. But it was low on money, which should have been a clue as to something was up. And then when they left and they came out, they realised there was just silence outside and there was just armed police waiting.
0: This man was a magnet for attractive ladies. He wooed many, he married some, but he lied to all.
3: But just one night he didn't come home. And um, I tried phoning and um, and, and, and nothing and you know, in these days, they'd call it ghosting. You know, he ghosted me. That It was just never heard nothing from him. And, you know, you start to worry, and and, and, and then the next day you don't hear again, and then the next day you don't hear again, and then you realise, um, I've just been dumped. <laughs> you know, I've just... And um, I, had, I had tears. I had, you know, my broken heart, because by then I'd really fell like a line and sinker. And then you get over it and you get on with your life. And then um, I bumped into Brian again. And I said, oh, have you seen anything of your mate? And he says, don't you know? And I says, No know what? He says, this is in Winston Green Prison.
0: This is a life of danger, drugs, fraud and subterfuge, going on the run, avoiding arrest, but then finally extradition a man who
1: relished taking on the authorities around Europe and the world. The thrill of the chase, the outwitting not just the authorities, but other criminals, putting himself in serious jeopardy.
2: And that's realising something's wrong here. Uh, and then all of a sudden there's a knock at his window, or a bang at his window, and the door comes open, and there's a man there, uh, with a mask, and with a pistol held out, and tells him to get out of the car. And at that point, he's got a decision to make.
1: That decision leads to the death of a drug rival on the streets of
0: Amsterdam, and he himself is shot and seriously injured. A criminal, a villain, a gangster to many, but to those who knew him closely, socially and even professionally, he was a gentleman. This from one of the top barristers in the UK
4: he came across like everybody's favorite uncle or even grandpa although he wasn't an old man but he was he was very sanguine he was very contained he was very charming and he was very respectful he was he was a kind of person who was a pleasure to meet. He was a captivating character and somebody who was quite mesmerising because uh, I've said a thousand times and many, I'm sure, have said it too, but he was a chap who was like a a, a wily old fox who loved to hear the hounds, was never happier than when you could hear the hounds behind him. He was a naughty chap, engaging. You couldn't help but like Tony
0: because he, he captured your imagination. Coming next Thursday, the 8th of June, our next series regarding this man. And join us not just on our journey of discovery of what made this one man tick, but a son's journey. A son
1: desperate to understand the complex man that he called dad, the old man.